Are you insecure now? No, that I, I feel, lost my virginity to someone else? No, I feel good. <laughs> I lost my virginity to X-Men 2, X-Men United. I was, I was you on. lost it to X-Men? X-Men 2, X-Men United. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot. That's, dur- a, that's a really extreme way to lose it. During the scene where, where um, the, all the commandos are storming the X-Men. It sounded like you just did a gangbang with mansion. X-Men. That's when I had sex for the first time on a movie theater floor in a crowded house. Yeah, we've heard this story. Bad. No, I just wanted to say that I also, too, had a virginity story. Thank oh, you. good. <laughs> And I cherish that one. I lost it in a hotel room to Eight Mile with champagne and orange chicken. <laughs> well, I had Joe's Crab Shack. Wow, you got me. Just by a hair. I got you by a hair. <laughs> Good luck to you, Harry. <laughs> um, okay. Who would, who would take my night over yours? <laughs> who? Is there a single person? Is there one out there? Hello, and welcome to Shit They Don't Tell You. We are a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox happens to be the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android. Where you can find all your favorite podcasts. It's true, you can find like literally everything. Not What's On My Shoes, the podcast. That's not a real podcast. I I heard about it. You can listen to Shit They Don't Tell You wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best, legitly. We actually do. We really, really do. This isn't, this ain't no mind games. Why didn't anyone tell me? Welcome to the Shit They Don't Tell You podcast. My name is Steve Green. I am joined here by my lovely host, S, and uh, co-host, Nikki Limo Green. Nikki? I'm a, co- I'm a hostess and a co-host. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Honestly, it's because I uh, this morning I had to Photoshop Nikki's face on a waitress's body. Yeah. Um, be to, because we had a podcast the, the about the tipping episode came yeah, out. Yeah, but the tipping episode because Nick, oh, Nikki talks the way, about her waitressing uh, stories. The videos go up on my YouTube channel. And if you're listening out there and you're like, oh, I wish this was on YouTube, it is. And if you're on this watching this on YouTube, sorry to be redundant. Sorry. <laughs> sorry to be redundant. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even know you were starting the episode until you just started it. Anyway, hello. Welcome back. We are guestless again but guess what that doesn't matter because we have you out there who it's have submitted questions it's not because we couldn't get a guess it's, it's not we, because of that we didn't okay? want one it, we chose they asked and we said no we said no thank we said, you no we're good we're gonna go in a different direction <laughs> no we have guests in the lineup we're just they're coming just don't worry we're cool still don't worry we're really cool anyway a lot of you have submitted questions to the email, the podcast email. And if you don't know the podcast email, it's podcast at Nikki.limo. That's podcast at N-I-K-K-I dot L-I-M-O. You could email us any questions. Basically, just shit that you're like, why isn't anyone telling me this? That would be really useful if someone had told me this. Let's someone please tell me this. Um, so some of you have done that today and we're going to answer them. Um, I haven't really pre-screened these questions. Perfect. So we're just going like to wing it and see what happens. Hopefully um, none of them are murder confessions. Or Here's the thing. Weird. We're going to change some lives today. I, that's a personal guarantee. So what's the first question? For better? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. I'm just talking. Yeah, that's what we do here on the show. Oh, that's what we do. We change that's lives. That's what we do. Um, my Okay, this one is from... Uh, someone who would like to remain anonymous. So it's a relationship question. My first serious boyfriend dating since high school and lasting three plus years. And I had a period of being very on and off. This was because of me. I was the one that constantly broke up with him and he'd come back and try to fix things slash makeup. I found out two or three months ago on Thanksgiving that during these times he'd message girls to have sex, many of which I know. He even invited one of them to my apartment where I let him have his birthday party. He never told me any of this and I found out by going through his phone. I did confront him and he told me constantly that he never actually had sex with anyone else. The girls he talked to that I personally knew confirmed this too. I also found out that he hid the Tinder app and had messaged girls that same night while we were together on Thanksgiving. Our on and off period had ended months before this time. He also Snapchatted girls asking for sex and talking very sexually. He told me he was only trying to help his best friend get some pussy for when he came back from the military on Christmas. But when I talked to those girls, they told me that my boyfriend had never mentioned his friend. My boyfriend then told me his friend wanted him to message the girls to see if they were down first. In, in messages with his friends, I saw that he'd also talk about how he has a high body count where he told me I was his first and only and how he wants to fuck this and that girl, etc. Basically, he just talked very disrespectfully, not considering the relationship I thought we both cared about. And he told me everyone in his friend group tries to talk big like that, even when they say 
even if what they say is not true. Is that normal for most guys? So now they're kind of in a weird place of still seeing and talking to each other, but I can't decide if I should continue the relationship. He always tells me he doesn't want to give up or quit. He constantly tells me I'm the one and that he loves me a lot and that what he did was a mistake. He's just been very adamant about making this relationship work, but I don't know if it's healthy for me anymore. I guess my question to you guys is, what should I do? And what would you guys do in my situation? Thank you so much for taking the time to read my long-ass story and question. Okay, I just think that she's really blowing this out of proportion. Um <laughs> I think that this is obviously a misunderstanding, a series of misunderstandings. Right. Like 35 is what I counted, I think. Uh, and I think that he should be given a 36 chance. What do you think, Nikki? Uh, yeah, 36 is the magic number. Mm-hmm. We're changing lives today. We're really going to move some yeah. move the needle today. Yeah. A lot of people think, you know what, get rid of toxic relationships. And we say, give them another chance. Just give it. And no. another chance. Uh, look. And another one. That's right. When you have a toxic nuclear spill what do you do you try to clean it up well because sometimes you don't know is it toxic or not let's taste it again that's right you got to go back to the site and check I it got out food poisoning last time dude lady how can you seriously ask if you can trust this guy again all the shit we have to after the litany of the fucking ridiculous story you just gave us you just like basically described an episode of 90210 one episode of the, 90210 dude. honestly though can i just like relate to you hard for a second okay. these sound like my ex-boyfriends like sure. a string of my serious ex-boyfriends. Yeah, what'd you do? I'm, well, I stayed in the relationship and I regret it. Terrible <laughs> so, advice, exactly. Yeah, it was like, so the first time this happened to me, um, where I found these messages and all this stuff, same kind of thing. We broke up and I was like, fuck you forever. I'm never talking to you again. And like a couple months went by. It was during the summertime. And it was like, honestly, one of the best summers. Uh, I was really hurt, but it had been a lot of these things that have had come up like he hurt me a lot during that relationship mm-hmm. um and i was so i was free from him and then it was during the myspace days so uh he saw a bunch of pictures of me on myspace of me at the playboy mansion and having like the time of my freaking life without him which is exactly what i wanted him to see yeah of course and then Strategic. he kept trying to call me and i wouldn't answer because i was like whatever i'm not talking to him uh, but then all my friends moved away. And so I ended up having lunch with him and then we got back together. And then this is, I think, a rare case, but I'd like to I'd like to mention it. I mentioned it a few other times on the show, but he did change. Like yeah. he was, he was like, a good, decent guy yeah, he after. was a shit boyfriend, like a fucking asshole, like exactly like this guy mm-hmm. for a year and a half. And we broke up maybe like three or four times and got back together and like he would swear to change and then he wouldn't. And so this time I really was, this is over for good. But then he really did change. Yeah. Like, and we were together for three years and we moved to LA together and we lived together for three years. And the only reason it ended was because I just feel like we grew apart as people. Mm-hmm. Like we started dating when we were 18 and then I was 23 and I was like, we don't have the same things anymore. Great. But that's a one, that's a one off. Like the next time that happened, <laughs> it was just like, why didn't I learn from the first time? But I like had these inklings that it was happening again. And uh, that guy, yeah, that, that didn't change. So didn't the change. lesson here, uh, so I, I also too was cheated on in a relationship. What did I do? I stayed. This so, guy didn't cheat on her though. He was just trying to. Dude, it's fucking the same I thing, know, bro. I know, on, I know, but I'm just saying. What are you talking about? I'm just saying. He, he was an unsuccessful. He didn't actually put his dick in anyone, He's so it's unsuccessful. all unsuccessful. He was like, very unsuccessful. what? <laughs> Who thinks that? <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. That's this a fuck, terrible this argument. This happened to me, and I hate it. No, I'm not gonna, yeah, exactly. I'm not defending them. No, look, I mean, uh, it's easier given advice than 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 yeah. followed advice, right? Because yeah. like like I said, I did. I was cheated on. I stayed in the relationship too. So it's a whole thing, especially when someone's like part of your life, and, and they're you like, want to believe that they can change because you've seen their good parts, right? So you forgive all their bad parts because you've seen some of the good parts, dude. It's time to move out. Yeah. So I know this is you know you might not take this advice, but you really you really will regret it later because it will happen again. My guess, your boyfriend is in his early to mid twenties, maybe late twenties if he's a late like late bloomer. But yeah, it sounds like sounds like a lot of the guys I dated. Yeah, I just like guys who talk about wanting to smash pussy. I just think that shit's so funny. <laughs> I just like so I want to give him I want to give him a shot for that. But I I like guys who lie and are so bad at lying. Like they do they think we're fucking stupid. Like oh my no, but they friend, hope they, they hope well, you are. No, oh my friend wanted me to message girls and ask if they want to have sex with me so that I could say yeah, oh baby, they probably want to have sex with him. I can that, explain. That's, that's it. That makes sense, right? No. <laughs> it's like come like learn to lie better if you're gonna lie like just lie better because you're bad at it 
Trust is one of the foundational building blocks of a relationship. If you don't have no trust, you have no relationship. Okay. Wow. Moving on. Okay. Next. Moving on. Um, I hope you. I hope you break up with him, um, anonymous, and I hope you. You know, don't settle for. Listen, Carol. Less. I'm going to use your name. Settle for better. Carol. Don't settle. You need to dump him, Carol. Thank you. <laughs> it's not her name. That's her name. Well. Okay. Next. Oh, another relationship question, but a different type of relationship question. Okay. Uh, he wants to remain semi-anonymous. You can call to re- or refer to me as Harry when you're reading out or addressing this. <laughs> no, I'm going to call you Dick. Okay. <laughs> Harry Dick. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Never All mind. Right. Yeah, that's... I'll call him Bob, okay? Okay. We're not calling you Harry, dude. I don't just do what you want like that. Harry Bob. All right, Bob. Ayo, love the pod. It gets me weird looks as I giggle on my public transit commute. <laughs> That's cute. So here's the deal. In my second year of university college, oh, I'm in my second year of university slash college, and my group of friends in the program consists of me and four other girls. We're all pretty close as we spend so much time together due to having the same classes throughout the past two years. However, I've recently fallen into the inevitable guy trap of catching feelings for one of my friends in the group. I feel like when we first met, she may have felt the same way, but that may just be me being optimistic with my 2020 hindsight. However, since we have been friends for a while, I feel like the potential relationship may have already sailed. Uh, That being said, I still want to tell her how I feel just because I can't stop thinking about her and would like the weight of curiosity off my shoulders. Plus, I really do feel like we're compatible as people and a relationship between us could be pretty awesome. LOL. Mainly, I'm worried about ruining our friendship or the entire friend group if she doesn't feel the same way and then we can't be close friends anymore like we are now. On top of that, rejection is pretty scary and I do want to protect my self-esteem. But from listening to your podcast, I do understand that failing slash mistakes slash rejections is just a part of life and will ultimately be better in the long term for me. In terms of building... We talk about being successful only on this podcast. (laughs) No failing. No failure ever. So as you can tell, I'm pretty conflicted. So what do you guys think I should do? Should I confess in hopes of turning my friendship with this girl into something more, risking the loss and or multiple loss of valued friendships? Or maybe there is a way in which I can go about confessing to her privately without putting too much pressure on her to the point where it gets awkward. Also, just want to say thanks for all the advice you've been giving me on the pod. You're really filling in a lot of the voids in my uncomfortable my uncomfortable parents left for me. LOL, you guys are so hilarious on Just Kidding News and Just Kidding Party. I'm really glad you got close within the last few years. Thanks again, Harry. First of all, we're not close to Just Kidding News, Just Kidding Party. Shut up. You're stupid. We're acquaintances. Yeah. Secondly, no, I would say, okay, so here's the thing. Uh, looking back, I wish I could tell myself this too, because I'm I am now a married man, and um, God, I wish I I knew this shit at the time. There is no you as a man, you will not have a a girlfriend in life or whatever the fuck. Huh? Yeah, no, really. So okay, so like for example, I have a wife now. I have no <laughs> friends who are girls. No, no, no. You don't know say. I have wives and friend no, girls. No, once you're married, you have no friends who are oh, girls. Oh, once you're, I have once you're married. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So take the fucking shot, dude. It's not like this is going to be a lasting friendship you're going to have for fucking 30 years and shit. Like you and this chick. Unless everything goes terribly awkward for you, which I'm, I'm deeply sorry. Well, they have a, but he has, <laughs> his problem is that they have like a tight friend group. And so like that might break I, up the friend group. I get it. But friend tight friend groups are built to be destroyed by relationship infighting. I mean, am I wrong? What I have never seen one that lasted like the, throughout the years except for in movies when it's all but it's always like, "Hey, we're doing the guys trip to Aspen every year at this time of year." You know, same yeah, shit. Yeah, I would say because you're in your second year of college, college is like the scratch pad for life. It's like yes. your testing ground. Like you test things out and if they don't work, then you learn from them and if they do work, then you learn from that. And and so yeah, yeah, if any there if there ever was a time to take a risk, it would be now in it's your like life. It's like a game of Jenga, dude. You're you just gotta pull out the piece. Yes. No, relate <laughs> uh, guy girl relationships in college is friends. Yeah, just like a game of Jenga. Jenga, bro. Jenga. Yeah. No, well, no, because everyone in their little friend group is taking out a piece every time that they pair up. I know what Jenga is. Well, the whole thing could come down, and okay. that's the friendships. That's the, their yeah. little friend group. I get could it. Come down. Uh, you ever played analogy. a game of Jenga? I once played a human-sized version of Jenga. I've played in Jenga Singapore. again, but it, so the pieces were all as big Jenga. as my body. I I was there. Are you telling you me there? or are you telling them? I'm telling everyone. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So no. So so I, I'm just telling them that like if you're ever going to make the take that shot, this yeah. is the time to take the shot. Yeah. And and as far as like the way to go about it, because you're like, um, you know, should I just be just bold and aggressive and go for it, or should I kind of like you know, private message her and let it be less awkward. I think that completely depends on your relationship together. Like all 
people are different. So um, we talked about love languages on a different episode. And I think that crosses over to friendships. Like how do, how does that person like to be talked to? Does she like more like bold gestures or Or does she she like dirty talk? Maybe you should start (laughs) dirty talking her. No, or is she more discreet about things? Yeah, for sure. No, look, I mean, hopefully you're a self-aware person and you can kind of gauge where she's at. Because sometimes unself-aware people, they think that people are really into them as well. And, and they don't honestly, know that they're not or whatever. And guys, especially, I was watching this documentary on um, human attraction and it like they did this test, uh, multiple tests where they had different groups of guys and girls. Um, like you weren't allowed to talk. It was kind of like speed dating, but you weren't allowed to talk. You just had to look at each other for like a minute and then you moved on to the next person. And then from that, they did a survey to the guys and the girls of um, whether or not you, th- you thought that person was interested in you. And the guys, if the girl so much as smiled at I them, know. the guys we're the were worst. like, yeah, she's totally into me. We're like dogs. Like she's down to fuck. And the girls were like, nah, wasn't feeling any of mm-hmm. that. Had no feeling. And I think that a lot of times, like girls are kind of trained in society to be like pleasant and like ha- smile. You should smile more. And like smile you look more. better when you smile and put makeup on. I be pretty. More. Be presentable, it's you like, know. Don't be depressed. Just smile more. <laughs> right, <laughs> love right, it, dude. I well, love have you it. made a gratitude list? Yeah, the best. Um, no, guys really are like yeah. dogs. Where it's like the, the person comes home, and no matter who the fuck it is, they're like, "Yay, I'm excited to see somebody." Yay! Like if yeah, a girl I'll, gives us a littlest tiny little bit, we're we're fucking jumping on the couch and being like, "Whoa!" I thought that was fascinating because yeah. girls, if they're into you, they give a strong vibe. Like it's like. It's like not just a smile here yeah. and there. I also heard this from one of my guy friends that he thought I was into him because I used emojis in my text messages. And that like to some guys like just using an emoji. I'm like, I use emojis to everybody. I don't trust people that you We're don't use emojis. I know. But yeah. So they and a lot of other guys were like, yeah, definitely. You weren't into him. You were using emojis. I'm like, are you serious? I'm, Dude, I've only used emojis ironically. So the amount of people who probably think I like them is insane. <laughs> Do you like me? You've used it with me. You're the only person I like. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I would say always take the risk. If you really have feelings for this person, um, then yeah, you have nothing to lose other than her being like, oh, no, I really didn't feel that way. And so, yeah. so what? If you're really friends, then it would you'd stay together. But honestly, not a lot of people stay Here's friends thing, for life man. after college. If she rejects you. You fucking light a match behind you, bro. You put on sunglasses and you walk the fuck away, okay? The building is gone. What does he do with gone. the match? What does the he building do with the... is You just gone. told him to light it. Did he drop it? Or... No, I'm saying that shit is over, bro. Just light the match. Immolate Don't drop it. whole fucking friendship and walk away Emulate? with a sick-ass pair of aviators on as you head to the next. Because there is no, like... <laughs> It's not real to be like, oh, yeah, we'll still be friends after this shit. After you get rejected, yeah. that chick it might as well be a dead person. I just think that if you're close enough that you're hanging agree. out all the time in groups, I think there's a strong chance that she is probably into you in some form. Yeah, I, that, I think that that's pretty likely. Unless there's a hotter dude there that she's Ooh, way more no, into. Can I tell you this one one last story before I move to the next question? You may. Um, so my first boyfriend... Uh, who the first person I ever said I love you to sorry Steve not to talk about exes but um, we were in a really tight friend group like that too here we go and um, like I had a crush on his best friend I didn't have a crush on him he was like my confidant that I would talk to about how I had a crush on his best friend like and how I wanted to get set up with his best friend and I didn't know that it was killing him the whole time but the entire time we were all in a friend group I couldn't wait to talk to who became my yeah. future boyfriend this guy the, like my confidant i couldn't wait to talk to him i barely talked to the guy i had a crush on totally. you know and then when it came out i ended up confronting the best friend and saying like hey i like you and that guy rejected me he's like hey and i don't like you cool i like enough, some no he's like i don't like you i like this other girl but did you know that um let's call him uh dick likes you and i was like he does and then i started catching feelings I was like, this whole time, it's like one of those movies where I was like, you were under my nose the whole time. And it was, I don't know, I, like he went from the friend zone to being my first serious boyfriend. We were together for two years. I lost my virginity to him. So, you know, you just fucking never know. Sometimes you are the girl's type and she just, she doesn't even know. I don't know how old these people are or what their emotionally, emotional maturity level is. Might as well shoot your shot is what I'm saying. Are you insecure now? 
no, that I, I feel, lost my virginity to someone else. No, I feel good. <laughs> I lost my virginity to X Men Two, X Men United. I was, I was. You on. lost it to X Men. X Men Two, X Men United. <laughs> Damn, that's was, a lot. That's there, a ex- that's yeah. a really extreme way the to scene lose where, it. Where um the all the um commandos are storming it the X Men. It sounded like you just did a gangbang with X Men. That's when I had sex for the first time on a movie theater floor in a crowded house. Yeah, we've heard this story. No, I just wanted to say that I also too had a virginity story. Oh, good. And I cherish that one. I lost it in a hotel room to Eight Mile with champagne and orange chicken. <laughs> well, I had Joe's Crab Shack. Wow, you got me. All right. Anyway, um, Harry. Just by a just by a hair. I got you by a hair. <laughs> Good luck to you, Harry. <laughs> um, okay. Who would who would take my night over yours? <laughs> who is there a single person? Is there one out there? Okay. Like, can you email Nikki's thing if you're a single if Wait, you're a person who would who would can, take my night over? Can Nikki's? I just say Please. that I have been trying to have sex with Steve in public for all all True. of our relationship, True. and he will not do it. Well, so, you yeah, I'm kind of jealous of that girl. Places. You're territorial. Guess what? Disgusting I'm territorial. Places. She had sex with you in a movie Nikki theater. Nikki wants to fucking porta potties and shit. That's not true. A porta potty. Pretty close. Real. It was that a sports bar. A was sports a bar bathroom. That's show. far from a porta potty. <gasps> also, we were very drunk. We had a lot True. of pe- like uh, tequila shots that True. night. Almost that Patron was not Patron. It it's, was not. It, Patron. But just that the bathroom smelled like Patron. Maybe if they were free. <laughs> not even <laughs> the other night they were free they were giving out double That's shots true. of patron we, we for no free thanks. and we were like ew i said you can put <laughs> it, in the it in the garbage <laughs> yeah exactly anyway we By see way, eye patron, to eye we'd love for you to sponsor the yes, show we'll patron, be really if nice. you want to sponsor we'll be very nice we freaking love spring break yep all right um let, here's a new here's another question this is a life slash relationship advice question is what the title says hey guys i'm loving the podcast keep the good work keep up the good work I can't read. Okay, backstory. I need some advice. I'm 30 years old and have never been in a serious relationship before. To be quite honest, I've hardly had any experience in dating and sex. I've always been a little shy and lacking confidence. I feel like hardly had any experience in dating and sex means maybe you haven't had sex at 30 yet. I think that's what he's getting at. Okay, okay. He's dancing around a little I've bit. I've always been a little shy and lacking confidence. Well, that's, yes. Yeah, always the type of guy to be put in the friend zone. But then again, if you know me, like if we were coworkers and spend most days next to each other, you'd see me as funny, outgoing guy who doesn't care what people think of him. Like, willing to embarrass himself just for laughs. When it comes to dating, I feel so inexperienced. I only went out on a few dates in high school, and as an adult, I've only had one girlfriend. Then again, I've literally only been with four women, sexually. And, to make it worse, I've only had had sex four times so literally had sex with each of them one time only well, and that's, had sex. that's, and, that, and, that's in, and that's including my only girlfriend i'll spare all the details of how each situation played out since i'd be writing a book if i explained lol anyways i'm just looking for advice as to how to get myself out there how do i meet women i've tried online dating but hardly get any responses i'm on bumble but hardly get any matches also what scares me is that when i do get in a serious relationship how much is the lack of experience going to affect me in terms of not only sex but relationship experience i always feel like i'd be behind on trying to play catch up like maybe we we have a fight but she wouldn't take it seriously but she wouldn't take it seriously knowing it's no big deal but i'd be freaking out thinking it's a big deal size yeah it's a lot hope y'all can help miguel miguel um i'll be right back i gotta go to my car real quick is that the bit i don't know what to do oh 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 gotcha <laughs> that was a I thought your bit was an old 1960s car <laughs> Like, no, it was actually a Simpsons show. Of- I don't know okay, what to it. do, man. I, I, okay, yeah, yeah. this is a this is a toughie, dude. Mm-hmm. Cause, okay, uh, it's like a catch twenty two. You need the experience in order to have a good relationship, but you need the good relationship in order to have the experience. It's a chicken egg, and it's also he had a girlfriend and he had sex with her one time. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to know why. Like, I would like. Mean, he said more he'll context. spare the details, but yeah, there no, is no context. The, I need to know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. 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 So each time he has sex with a woman, they don't want to have sex with him again. Jesus, you just put it in a way that I didn't (laughs) think of. No, I know. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just trying to put it like the way that it's, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot, man. One time sex only. It's like I'm trying to disarm a bomb in a public square and I I see wires everywhere and I'm like, holy shit. I think that um, developing a strong connection non-sexually first is probably the key. Like, because... When you have that strong connection with somebody, it really doesn't matter. 
Like you can learn the sex part together. And that comes through communication. Like each woman is different. Each man is different. But mostly like women like different things. Like so a guy, it makes me laugh every time a guy thinks that he's like a pussy master. And then he like does the thing that he did with his last girlfriend. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. Right. And you're just like, what is that? That's he's not like, at all where my vagina he's is. He's like, um, no, because my ex liked it. And she has the same vagina that you do. So <laughs> yeah, Exactly. He's like, no, no, no. This fucking rules. You're going to come 50 times. Yeah. He's and like, he's like, my ex used to squirt. You're about to squirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then nothing happens. He's like, is there something? Are you okay? Are you nervous? Dude, I squirted once, one time, and I was freaked out by it because yeah. that's never happened to me before. I had and a it chick never happened again. Once, and yeah, same thing. It was, I was like, I don't think I'm going to see this chick again. That was very weird. It never happened to me again, though. And if, I, and if you're a squirter out there, I like you, but, but I'm already my, married, so it's all good. You think good. I'm a squirter if it only happened once with one guy like a long ass time ago? I don't know. Because it never happened with us. That's for sure. It's never happened ever again. Just that one time. Was it ecstasy? Was it no, utter no, no, bliss? No. no, it wasn't. Yeah, at well, all. that's what guys think, though. Well, it wasn't. Yeah, I know. Like, it was like, oh, I really want to orgasm, but it's taking forever to climax, but I keep squirting out shit. It Got was it. so weird. Yeah, I've never experienced that in my life. Yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing until years later when someone was talking about squirting, and I was like, whoa, I thought I accidentally peed or something. Sure. I didn't know what maybe that was. Maybe you did. Anyway. And maybe you did. Um, to get back to it, vaginas are all different. Sex is all different for every person. I think People establishing- are different too. Listen, my man, um, just because you had a bad time with four girls doesn't honestly mean that it's going to be like that with everybody. I mean, I, I think I just think that you're overthinking it out there. Maybe that's what I would diagnose it as. I would say that you're um, uh, the way that you describe yourself. You say at work, I'm a yeah. really cool dude and all this stuff. But how are you one-on-one? Like, how are you normally? Yeah, is that like a image that you're presenting? Right. Or is it like... Is that you? Yeah. And, and so I would recommend... I This is something I recommend to a lot of people who are having problems meeting people. I think that you need as many friends as possible and you need to join some sort of club or hobby. That's what hobby. I was going to say. Yes. A, a club or a hobby. Because like, I, I never had as many friends as possible, but I've always been like super passionate about hobbies and, and stuff like that. And that's what builds your confidence. So if you say you're a guy that's shy and lacking in confidence, sometimes having something that builds that confidence where you're like, oh, this one thing, I know I fucking kill it at. You can kind of translate those into other areas of your life. Listen. Let me triage this for you. What's a triage? If it's like we're I'm medically working on him, and I'm I'm not working on this area to work on this area. Oh. Okay. So if if there's an attraction issue going on here, and I'm not saying there is, I don't know you, brother. I've never seen you. But if that's what the deal is, there's nothing better you can do than join an improv class. Let me tell you about guys who are threes or fours out of ten getting with chicks who are sixes, sevens, eights, nines, all the way up to ten. It's called improv. For some, there's something in the air over there, man, <laughs> and uh, you can really get away with murder. No, like honestly, my um, improv 101 classes, especially, especially, are not just people that want to be performers. There, there's lawyers in there. Yep. There's uh, people that want to that need to publicly speak for their job, yep. and they're just like too shy about confidence it. Confidence building. Yeah, it's super confidence building. There's always a 52 year old man who really tries hard every scene, and he works at an aquarium store. And his wife hates him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's always one of those guys. And then he hangs around too long after class and everyone's Aww. like, well, we don't know you. But uh, other than that, That's it's sweet. I, he, they are sweet, but you don't want to hang with them for long. <laughs> and so, that, so, yeah, I really recommend that. Yeah, I think work on yourself first. And, and less on the relationship right now. Yes. Until you're confident in yourself, you won't really attract the kind of relationship that you want anyway. Exactly. I used to be a different person at work. I used to be very quiet, just got my shit done because fuck yeah, work. Right. And I was, I was. You quiet? So ask people, so I used to work at this place, um, downtown Wilshire, and they could not believe that I became a comedian That's after. That's how I was. Right, because I didn't give a fuck during work. I'm not going to like waste time and yeah. energy and all this shit. But I, I saved that for after work where I literally did improv every night. But I actually am quiet until I get to know people. Right. Yeah. Well, this place. You're like loud right off the bat. I know, but I was under the halogen lights and like the ceilings were like six feet fucking tall. I see. Like I had to like. Oh, that's short for you. I yeah, forgot. I was like fucking okay. hunched down. And I'm that, like, but, that's really tall ceilings. It was cool. terrible in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So work on yourself, Miguel. And, and my then boss was this the Korean rest guy. will follow naturally. Who, when, it, when he went to the urinal, you heard Velcro open it and I was like, Jesus. And his wife was always very sad. She just had this sad energy. 
Are you talking shit right no, now no, no, about no, no, people no. that none of us know? No, no, no. I'm just saying when you hear a grown man and he's your boss and he's going to the bathroom, but he you hear Velcro first. That's a fucking time, dude. That's a weird one. That's a weird one. Yeah. Is it time for a break? It is. <laughs> hey. So we'll be right back after the special sponsor. Or not a sponsor, just just a break. Because, right, because maybe we might not have one. I thought Patron got a hit on this oh. one. Did the Patron get a hit? We'll be back after this break. Hello, hope you enjoyed the podcast so far. We're taking a break to talk more to you about our podcast. If you're enjoying the podcast, you should rate it five stars because that really helps us out a whole bunch. It does help us out a lot. If you rate and review us, we would love you. We love you for doing that. Thank you for listening. This is a CastBox original produced in partnership with Studio 71. CastBox is awesome. We love them. Uh, They're the it dopest, sounds, most sickest company on the earth, in my opinion. It sounds like I'm trying to induct you opinion. into a cult, but no, we really just really like the app. It's great. Listen, if cults were as good as as, as the CastBox Cast app, yeah, guess what? Get it. Everyone get the would name be in right. cults. You'd be kicked out of this cult. Every this single cult. person would be in cults. It's a terrible cult If they're cult as good leader. as this app is, I'll tell you that. Okay. But unfortunately, they're not, which is why you should probably stay away from Can cults. Can you pass some of that Kool-Aid over here? It's delicious. Try So, you are a fan of alcohol. Well, have I got one for you. It It's called Patron. And if you don't know Patron... Um, Maybe just go into if you have a you should have a bathroom in your home. Maybe just go over there with a shot glass and dip it in the water, and just take a sip, and you kind of get that same there's there's a th- that same little bite that little aftertaste that you get with Patron. You can get in your very own home. Why should you go to the store and get a whole bottle of this stuff? I mean, that's up for that's yeah, that's really a burning question. That's one that not even some of the greatest scientists on earth can answer. But lots of people do. So lots of people answer that question. No, lots of people go to the store and get oh. and get Patron. So maybe you should go add yourself to the list because, like uh, factory farming cows, there's always got to be somebody who's getting fed into the wood chipper, and it maybe this time it's you. Um, also, there's always got to be someone lined up. Just to make it more on our brand, like you learn from mistakes. You know, learn from failing. If you haven't mis- made a mistake or failed yet, go out and buy Patron. That's right. That's true. If you're one of those people who's like, man, I've only just keep winning on everything <laughs> yeah. I do, go buy some Patron. Yes. Go take it home. Open it up. Celebrate your victories you know, in life by failing a little. Put it in the shot glass. Put it in your toilet. Whatever you want to do. There's a lot of toilet references in it's this It's all ad. going to the same place. Is this all in the ad read? You said, the, right here, yeah. you said the toilet bullet point twice. So you, if you want to get some Patron, it's available at your grocer's freezer near you. I don't think Patron. it's in the freezer, but yes. Well, it's, it's close. It's not in the, the freezer. alcohol aisle happens to be pretty close at Ralph's. If you ever go, you should go. Ralph's. This has been an ad for Ralph's. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. All right. So we have a couple more questions here. This one has nothing to do with relationships. No. This is about recycling and going green. Okay. I don't know what it's about yet. I haven't okay. read it. Hi, hi, Steve and Nikki. Recycling is a complicated. Wait, recycling is complicated and varies widely in how it's done by state and country. It's also something that makes people feel like they are not creating trash when they do it. But I don't think that's necessarily true. So many people don't recycle correctly, which leads to a lot of recycling not actually being recyclable. Even when stuff is recyclable, it may not have a market for being recycled. Who cares if plastic is recycled if no one is buying it to make recycled materials? Um, recycling should definitely be done to keep a healthier planet with less trash, but only if you can't reduce or reuse instead. Because this issue is so complex and often people are just taught reduce, reuse, recycle, I was hoping you could do an episode uh, an episode on Should They Don't Tell You About Recycling or even just going green in general. Most of what I said above, I just recently learned in the last few months during my own research and I'm 25 years old and wish I knew sooner. Thanks for making your awesome podcast. Best, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Actually, Steve has talked about this before to me because I always yeah. yell at him because he doesn't separate the plastics and we have recycling in our building now. Yeah. And then he, you said that. I did say that. Carrie, first of all, you seem fun. Secondly, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say that we will add it to the list of all the topics that we have yet to expound upon. Expound? Expound upon. Expound. Yeah. And uh, also, and we would also like to do the counter argument to that. We will be doing a trash why you should trash all your shit episode as well. Sponsored by Patron. That's right. <laughs> uh, is that all you want to say that's on that? It, that's what I got. What all do you right, got? Cool. Well, I uh, you like, do it. Do what? You recycle. 
I do now. So in Los Angeles, uh, like a lot of apartment buildings, they don't even have recycling. So you have to manually go drive your recyclables to a place, which I don't really even know where that is. So I, yeah, I'm guilty of not recycling. As soon as I found out that our building had recycling, I was actually really excited because now I could feel less guilty <laughs> like, and like actually recycle. And that is when Steve Green entered and told me that none of what I was separating would actually go to recycling and it just kind of crushed all my hopes and dreams. Yeah. Um, Cause I thought I was doing a good thing and I was doing a not even a good thing. There's a lot of that out there. Yeah. I do try to use like um like f- I have a water bottle in my hand and I use that like every single day so instead of buying plastic disposable water bottles I refill the same water bottle every day. Um I also have a glass one so I alternate when they go in the dishwasher. Um I do a lot of that kind of stuff like using reusable stuff which she was talking about. Yeah, you when do. you like recycling should only be done if you can't first reduce or reuse. Right. So first reduce uh fucking Marie method Mary Kondo that everyone's obsessed with. If it doesn't bring me joy, it's getting reduced to nothing. Um, secondly, <laughs> I'm hearing grown men talk about Marie Kondo to me. I know it's amazing. I'm I've been like, talking about her hell? for two years, but like now the Netflix show is exploding, and God. they're like, "Yo, I got to re- Mary Kondo my life." I know. I was hanging with Joe the other day, and he's uh, Joe from JK, and he was like, "He's like, yeah, I was trying to, I was because he's moving right now. He's like, yeah, I wanted to Marie Kondo this thing, and I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you yeah, saying, her name's man? Like a verb I, I was now. trying to shake him. I was like, what, did you realize what you just said? Her name is a verb now. I know it is. Yeah. That's amazing. She found her true purpose in life. She did. And it's through tidying. I think that's amazing. I love that. She's the tidying lady. I love that. Anyway, so yeah, and then I um, use reusable things, like reusable water bottles, reusable. We use, we, we, we use our condoms all the time. Ew. We, yeah, we try, to, we try to really keep it. We try to really reuse a lot of different that's things. That's a hilarious bit. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Do one time. No, we won't talk about it. No, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, moving on. uh, Be sure that you reduce or reuse. And if you can't, then make sure that what you're recycling is is actually recycling. Um, I still, to this day, am ignorant about it. Maybe we'll do an episode when I learn more things about it. Thanks for bringing this to our attention, Carrie. We would like to know more. Um, Nikki, please help. I want to fit in. Oh, this is fun. Okay. Hi, Nikki and Steve. I'm a huge fan of not only all that you do, but uh, but of both of you as people. Even though Steve says cats too much, thank you for being authentic and sharing your happiness, frustration, and kidney stones with the world. Um, I started saying cats ironically, and it just sort of stuck. It's, it's like, like, like a lot of your sick verbiage. and tight. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you're like half blues, southern blues brother. Yeah, I got brother, the southern blues thing going on. And then you're like half like California skater Well, it was funny because when, yeah, when I was doing the improv days, I used to just throw it into conversations and watch people's head explode. Yeah. And so I just kept on using it. But then now it's part of my vernacular. and I don't, It really is. I it's don't like even know when I say it. part of your branding. Yeah. I'm a lot like Nikki. My entire life I've just wanted to be loved. <laughs> Nailed it. I have issues with my parents preferring my sister. I have always picked bad people to love and I have mountains of self-hatred to get over. Wow. This is me to a T. This is my brand. Um, I know that it's the energy I'm putting out that is either attracting bad people to me or that I'm allowing bad people to treat me poorly. But how do I choose good people to love me while I'm learning to love myself if I ever do learn to? That's her first question. Second question, along the lines of self-love. How do I I love myself is the first question? Yes. Okay, okay. How do I, and how do I choose good people to love me while I'm still learning to love myself? That's a hard one because it kind of reinforces if you're picking people that are in that mentality, it's really hard to change your own stuff. Um, but we'll get to that. Second question. Along the lines of self-love, I'm a singer and I want to be on Broadway and have an album but and have an album out, but I doubt myself to my very core and up and down my spine too many times to ever give myself the time of day to try. I have thousands of written melodies and hooks to songs and even fully fleshed out about a hundred songs, but I'm too pathetic to put it all together. How did you bring yourself to put yourself out there? Slash, I'm also interested in science because my parents have somewhat forced me into it. My my father has uh, bought me books on women in science since before I could read and has made it very clear that I cannot make it in music. So I conditioned myself to give up on music and I have made myself comfortable with doing science and biology because I also love animals, but I'm truly passionate about music. Help, a lost 20-year-old who also did a pyramid scheme for a bit. Damn, we were like so... (laughs) Okay, lost 20-year-old, let me ask you this question and I actually mean this. Why do you think other people are better than you? 
and I and I really mean that. Be, okay, look, here's a here's a perfect example. You, have you ever heard the song "Imagine Me and You and You and Me"? No matter how we talk tonight, right? It's clear to see. It's a great the song. The only one for right. me is you. Who and hasn't heard that song? Everyone knows the song. It gets played in movies and all this kind of other shit. Is now let me ask you this question: Is that song perfect? Is that song? flawless can you look at that song on a piece of paper and go this is genius right mm -hmm. there's a part of that song where he goes after four refrains of the fucking chorus he hits how is the weather ha so happy together how is the weather why the fuck does he say that it like takes me out of the song every time i fucking start laughing out loud I'm like what the fuck why did he throw that in there it's so right so the song is not 100 perfect but he put it out anyway and did really well right really well so why are you letting other so you look at him and that song and these people and you go they're on a level that I'm not on but they're not there's flaws in all literary art music television movies everything there's flaws in them haven't you watched a bad movie before haven't you watched a bad TV show before why can't you be part of the of that why can't you be part of the people who are making shit and getting it out there and then letting it be judged yeah, letting it be bad or not bad. Um, You've trained yourself to think that you're not good enough, but everyone else is just as shitty as you are. Do you watch Mr. Holland's Opus? No. You haven't? No, I think it sucks. That's Shut up. <laughs> Have you really, though? No, I haven't. That's exactly a scene from Mr. Holland's Opus, really? which, by the way, you should watch Mr. Holland's Opus. If With you... Richard Dreyfuss, right? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Okay. I don't remember the the who stars in it. I don't know. But um, but it's, heard, I definitely know. The can movie. I get my sentence oh, out? <laughs> it's about music, and you are in music, and there's so there's this clarinet player that's in there. That's exactly the speech that he gives to her because she can't get this clarinet melody to play, and she's like, everyone else can like kill it at clarinet, and when I'm at home, I kill it. Like she can kill it. Like there's a recording of her playing, and she plays beautifully. But when she's in front of people, she can't do it. And at the moment moments that count she can't do it and um and he does gives that same speech to her about like listen to this song what, what's genius about the song yeah, nothing exactly. it's just that people good music isn't defined by what's genius and what's not genius in the music community exactly it's, it's by like what gets what moves people like what gets people feeling a certain way and then he has her feel like the sunset and stuff and then he, she plays clarinet and like whatever oh, nice. i don't want to spoil the movie but you should watch you it it's a good movie a great great scene it's not it's not a spoiler uh, yeah. So, and then for your first question, how do you love yourself? This is all tied into that, right? Like you, I think that you look at other people and think that they got it figured out and you don't, but you don't realize that nobody has it figured out. And that's okay. By the way, it's okay to not have things figured out. Fuck perfect. That's right. Buy you Nikki's can, jewelry. You can buy jewelry. And um, buy and Nikki's okay, merch. That's really what I'm getting at. Okay. 1984.com slash collection slash Nikki Lima. We'll leave a link in the description. Listen. You might not love yourself, but you will love Nikki's jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did design that jewelry because I the message, like that message is something that I needed to hear and you sound like something that someone that is exactly me. And yeah. so you probably need to hear it is that you um, strive for perfection or this perfect thing and, and you, you wrote a hundred songs and none of them are good enough for you because you're not good enough for you. And that's because you're not perfect and you think that other people, like you were saying, like other people are perfect. But- it, like the perfect that feeling that when you get when you feel like oh my god this is so perfect it's not from it being exactly this perfect formula it's from the authenticity like so and and to get authenticity there's flaws like that is what defines authenticity is that like um there's little like so what there's a sweater I have that has like little threads missing like it's like um it's like kind of frayed on the sleeve and I got it because I like that look and I don't think it can be achieved over and over again from a cookie cutter process. So I paid more money for it because I like that specific look that I think can only be achieved once. Yeah. And um, and that's that's I think what you are when you're being your most uh, most authentic self is when you're the most worthy, like you're the most valuable to society because you're sharing something that no one else can create that has flaws in it, but that's what makes it something that no one else can create. Yes. And without sharing that, you're doing a disservice to the whole world because you have something to share and you're not sharing it because you're too scared of the flaws when that's actually what the world might need. Dude, ain't nobody better than you. And, and the, the other thing is, a lot of people think I'm a cocky ma. Would you say that? A lot of people think a I'm, I'm a cocky ma fucker. A lot of people think I'm a cocky motherfucker. Yeah. People who know me the best know that that is not the case. I just live my life by one philosophy, and that is that I'm not better than anybody, and they are not better than me. 
And if you live life that way, I promise you, you will start to see that like, holy shit, nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. And I really can do anything because of that. Yeah. And that's. Thank you. And uh, that's the why of it. And the how of it, you said, how did you bring yourself to put yourself out there? Honestly, I asked myself this question with uh, every decision. And that is, would I regret this if I didn't do it? Would I, at the end of the day, when you're at the end of your life and you're looking back on your life, what do you regret more? Trying it and failing potentially or that you didn't even try at all? Oh, totally. I I would always regret not trying it at all because then I don't know. I don't know what could have been. I don't know what might have been. Maybe I settle into a really happy life, but I'll always wonder like what, what would have happened if I tried the thing that I was actually passionate about. And so that, that never leaves me even when I'm at my darkest moments. True. So hopefully that helps you out. And um, she says to pet Joe for me, please. Well, that's a very difficult task. So thank you. <laughs> he's actually gotten, gotten he's so much cat, cuddly. He's those of you who don't know. So he's the least. So she says that she thinks her parents prefer her sister. So Joe is our least favorite cat. That's for sure. Out of the two. And the, so that's why she probably relates to Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I've said before that if we could only take two items from our house while it was burning down, I would take Franklin and my Cell laptop. Phone char- charger. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah Franklin's our, our other cat. He's the best. The best. Joe's so sweet though. <laughs> He's the sweetest kitty. <laughs> anyway, we'll pet him. Thank you for your question. Uh, good luck with that. Um, I don't know if you, they, she wanted to remain anonymous or anything. Sure, we'll keep say. her anonymous. Okay, our last question of the day. And he would like to stay anonymous. He or she would like to stay anonymous. Okay. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I love you guys. And I also love the podcast. It helps me get through the boring ass work day. Speaking of work, there's a girl I work with who I've been crushing on hard for a while. We've been pretty good friends for about a year and some ch- and some change. And I've probably had a, a crush on her for like five to six months. She's a really great person. She's nice, beautiful, sweet. And she's just the first girl I've ever been attracted to who has genuinely made me laugh. Considering that we're good friends, there's potential that the friendship can be ruined. Oh, this is kind of like the first question. If I ask her out and I had to lose or at the front as a friend as at the same time i think about her a lot and have some strong feelings for her and i feel like we make a nice couple what do you guys think i should do i'm possibly leaning towards shooting my shot with her because i'd rather ask her out and have her turn me down than have a chance to rekindle the relationship instead of never doing anything and be upset when someone else asks her out but i'd still love to hear your opinions on the matter i feel like we already answered this question i got a different way to answer it oh you do have you ever seen the movie before when the guy's giving a speech and he's like i know we're friends but I just want to keep it so that we're friends always, even though I got feelings for you. I just want to keep it so that we're friends and not really put myself out there. Can't because... hardly wait. Have you seen a speech like that? And then in, in the audience, you've been like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Fucking nobody, right? Right. Like, it's not it's not even like an attractive message, dude. Right. Like, just shoot your shot. Mm-hmm. But how? Oh, um... <laughs> Uh, you just ask her yeah i mean yeah i mean whatever you want to do i think if you're friends with somebody then you're probably in a position where you yeah. can be alone with them at some point and talk to them there's enough of a relationship yeah i'll tell you how i did it get drunk on tequila true okay not uh maybe patron depending on whether or not they want to sponsor this but maybe not patron and maybe you want some good stuff like don julio yeah get don julio okay instead. and then you um drink that and then you tell her everything about how amazing she is That's and true. how she deserves better. And like maybe there's better out there and maybe that's you and maybe they can figure out that it's you. And maybe then you tell their best friend to make a sketch with you where there's like a makeout scene. And then like there's they're forced to spend like the whole day making out with you. And like but it's just professionally because professionally. you're both actors. Yep. And then like maybe like then they maybe she asks you out. But you don't know if that's a date. Is that what not. happened? I asked you out. Oh, you're talking about this person. Sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about this person. Okay, got it. Yeah. She asks you out. I Even see. though you set up the sketch. I see. And then you're like, I don't know if this is even a date because we've been friends for so long. And then guess what? It is a date. Yeah, because I told and you then, it was a date. And boom, marriage. Exactly. It works every time it's tried. Just Every time that, I've ever that tried that. Write it down step by step and do it step by step. And you, you should have the same results. Yes, you will. <laughs> Works for us. Dude, if you you should just be able to be like, hey, I really think that you're dope. Let's go on a date. It doesn't have to be too intense either. Some people go really far with it. It's like, 
hey, I really have deep feelings. Oh, and yeah, all yeah shit. don't be intense. Don't do that, man. Nah. Just go on a date with them. Just Jesus. Be like, hey, you want to get some food? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'll pay. Let's go get drinks. And then she knows, oh, you'll pay? That means it might be a date. That's what happened to me. No, you say it's on me. Yeah. Yeah, you don't say I'll pay. Sounds weird. It's the same thing. Sounds odd. It's the same shit. No, that's all. (laughs) It's not odd. Say it's on me. Okay. And say it like that. I don't even see the fact that I don't even remember whether you said I'll pay or if it's on me means it's neither of them are weird. I said it's on me. Okay, I believe you as because yeah. of how adamant you feel am, about this. I am adamant. Um, we actually, I, th- I said this was the last question, but we actually have a voicemail. Okay, so yeah, and if any of you want to call this number, we do take questions from this number as well, and then you we can hear your lovely voices on our podcast and not just read them out with my voice. Um, okay, so our, our number is 765-734-0840. Again, that's 765-734-0840. One call could change your life. You know, one call will change your like life. Like it's about to. That's a guarantee. To. Like and you it's can a, take us to court if I'm wrong. Like it's about to with this person, beautiful person here. Hey, I know this is a Stephen Hickey show because I have won some amazing product. Because I too want to live my dream and take all my goals by selling products to people and have those people start selling products on that. Anyway, uh, joking aside... Uh, uh, hi, my name is Mitch. I am a 26-year-old guy living in San Diego currently. And uh, just to keep this short, I get it because I know that Steve would appreciate it. I want to uh, ask your guys uh, advice or jumble, uh, you know, as they say, you know, humor me. So, uh... I have given on 26. I haven't really gone on any dates at all in my life. And because of that, there's been a lot of things I've not experienced in my life. And I, I'm trying to get into the dating, uh, started to start to trying to date, but I just kind of feel now that I'm in a very weird transition period in my life, uh, meaning I just graduated law school uh, about several months about last year and now I just started working. I'm trying to find the the time and balance to try to go and start dating, but the problem I'm kind of running into is I don't know any single girls out there and I don't really know where to meet them. So if you guys could, you know, have your input your thoughts that'd be greatly appreciated. Anyway, love your show guys. Keep up the good work and uh hopefully this is great for you guys next uh that's the next ask question segment. All right, bye. It is. I think Thanks, that we found the only guy who doesn't know what Tinder is. <laughs> we found the one guy left. Well, the, it's not just that, but Tinder doesn't necessarily work for everybody. Like, But in San Diego, that's a big place. I know, but LA is a big, a big place. And uh, Nate, how's that going? <laughs> so my brother has had a great time on Tinder. Yeah, well, all the single people I know are on Tinder true, true, in true. LA. And all of them hate it. Like, unanimously hate it. We should have Nate on for an episode about Tinder. We should. Yeah, that'd be fun, actually. Yeah, okay, because Nate's so, so how in. it is, and this is like, Tinder came after, I feel so old, but it came after the time in my life when I was single and dating. Um, so I don't know how it all works. Yeah. But apparently the number one complaint I have is that everything's like so superficial since it's so easy to get the date. It's also so easy to not care about the date. So it's like... um you know, you swipe, you, you're like, maybe this person's interesting, maybe not. You meet up, you tell right away if you're interested or not, and then it just is over. You never see that person again. Yeah. And it's like, there's no meaningful, it's like, maybe it'll be meaningful, but probably so weird, not. Yeah. And um, Yeah, I would suggest, I mean, you seem like a nice guy. Um, um, I suggest going, um, so you're 26 years old. I think the theme of this Q&A seems to be like people without very much experience being scared to date because they're scared that their inexperience will ruin whatever chances they yeah, have and they don't know where to start. Exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of like a like I was saying, like a catch-22 because like without the experience, of course you don't know if you're going to be good in the relationship, but then you need the relationship to get that experience. Um, yeah. And don't come – Nikki taught me this actually um, a couple years ago. Don't come at something from a place of lack. Where it's like, I can't do something because I know that this thing is, 
uh, something I don't have a lot of experience with, like come at it with like a. From where you want to be. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It's like people I know. It's like the bullshit. Act as if. Act as if. Bullshit yeah. until you make it. Kind of fake yeah. it till you make it. Thing. Be do have. Exactly. Have you heard that? No. A lot of people are have do be. So like they think they need to have the thing first oh. before they can do it and then be the thing. I but see. really, it's be do have. You have to be the thing first, and then you do it, and then you have the thing that you want. Have you heard do re mi? No. What's that? That's a good one too, and you should do that too. Uh, no, but um, don't re me. Definitely don't ray her. <laughs> Please. Uh, no, but yeah, I would, I would, I like, like the guy earlier, try to get into some sort of club. It sounds like you're probably feeling isolated because you don't yeah. know a lot of people, especially if you said you don't know any single girls, then you got to be somewhere. And you're 26, there's definitely single girls. God, brother. And they are waiting for a lawyer, a brand new spanking lawyer. A just new lawyer fresh off the line. <laughs> school. Um, at, go to all your fun- your company functions. You know, like... Yeah, start if fucking with where you eat, if dude. You're like, <laughs> no, but like there's conventions where you meet other lawyers from other places. My, I know because my, my uh, cousin's a lawyer and she like, you know, oh, yeah. there's conventions. There's things like that where you're not necessarily working with these people, but they're in your same industry. And so they understand what you do because I think that's another hard thing is that like you need to find someone that that understands you. You were talking about having trouble balancing stuff. You need someone that also, you know, needs to work on the balance so that you guys can balance together. Um, We were just talking to a buddy of ours that is single. He's in his late 30s right now. And what he does is he travels a lot for his job. And it's hard for him to date because um, he needs to find someone that also travels or that understands that he'll be gone a lot, Yes, which is hard to find. Um, But that's very specific. And so I think, you know, Get specific on what you would want to have and then then act as if and, you know, act as if you deserve to have that thing and, um, you know, socialize, like yeah. get good at socializing, get, like use it as practice. Hit on women. At the- Dude, you can do all kind of lawyer jokes and shit. Do all, you know, yeah. fucking, you know, what's the difference between a lawyer and a, and a, and a mortician? Well, yeah, and do- like, I don't like I, at least morticians are liked. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Hi, how are you? My name is Kevin or whatever. You know what I mean? That's really good. Yeah, thank you. No, what you popsicle can do, stick you can, was that? You can do all those shitty fucking lawyer jokes that people do where it's like, yeah. hey, what's the difference between Satan and a lawyer? It's like, I don't know, but, uh, you know, uh, it sure is. Satan doesn't have a good defense or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. Who oh, got um, exactly? You should, yeah, on that note, you should do improv. <laughs> like, yes. Man. I think improv helps Just a lot of people. Take improv classes, dude. You can meet. It's a good you, solution. You can just be with all kinds of chicks way out of your league, man. Yeah, and you could surprise them because they all think like, oh, in San Diego, because you're oh, he's yeah. from San Diego, they all think like, oh, you're probably gonna try to be a performer and blah blah yep. blah. And then you rock their socks and say, like, no, actually I'm a lawyer. Boom. Look up comedy sports San Diego, dude. I came up over there, so you can uh you can too. How and his, I'd like to think that there's like a headshot of you, like in a frame. <laughs> there's not. <laughs> no. The actual place I went to is gone. But yeah. uh but the, the But the, the frame's still there. They remain. <laughs> The, the place remains. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, just like, I, I think practice, you know, just practice. Go out there and practice talking to people. A lot of people, especially right now and with Tinder and all that, there's no practice actually talking to people. You have, like, yeah. um, people that are able to write words on a screen, but not people that actually know how to interact. have the gift of conversation. And I think that's so valuable. I mean, that's like, once you actually secure the date, that's what's going to have form the connection is being look able the to chick connect in the eyes while you talk and, to her and conversate converse. chicks look the guy in the eyes when he talks to you it's just it's just you gotta just treat each other like human beings and shit yeah don't be awkward person and if you're not if you are awkward person then pretend to be not awkward person be the person that you would want to exactly. be on a date with watch a movie of somebody who you think is sick yeah and try to be that person on the date yeah. And you will slowly start to build the amount of confidence yeah, that will let you get shit done. That's another thing is that I feel like a lot of people are trying to be who they think the other person might want them to be. Right. Don't be that. Just be 100% you and like confident in that. But confident you. Yeah, confident you. But also be a character from a movie that you think is dope right, and not right. you. Right, right. Also completely yes. suppress who you really are and be a character from a movie. Yes. Yes. And that is the shit they don't tell you. I think that that went really that well. That went really well. Went, we have changed so, lives today. For sure. You know, we said we were going to change lives, and God damn it, we did. We're five for five. Did we take five questions? We took a lot more than that. We, we're ten for ten on this one. I'll tell Less you that. Less than that. We're on like eight, nine, nine for nine. Seven. 
we definitely nailed it. Oh, subscribe, please. If you like the podcast, or even if you don't like the podcast, subscribe, subscribe to anyway. Hate Listen. Yes. Come and hate, hate listen, listen, you know? Us. But it's still rate us five listen. stars. We would really appreciate it if you rated us five yes, stars. Five stars it helps, helps us out a lot. A like, lot you don't more even than know. You know. If like, you're listening regularly and you haven't rated us five stars, we really need it, please man. Please give us love five stars. God, Maybe Patron will sponsor us if we got five stars from enough people. Some real shit, get some Don Julio shit. <laughs> I've actually um worked with I know. that. That's what I'm company. saying. Anyway, we'll work on it. Anyway, I want uh, it. yeah. So uh, also, if you have a question, or, or if you just have a possible topic that you want us to discuss, email me uh, at podcast at nikki limo, and I will check it because I don't get a lot of emails there. So I will be reading that. And you, or you can email me. Or I mean, my Steve. my assistant will because I'm very important. I don't read emails. I don't have time. That's true. Your assistant. It's will my my get, assistant will read, will read it. it. Yeah. Yes. I'm very important. Or you could email me if you want. No, Go don't, ahead. Don't. You'll never get your email read. He doesn't even dollar read my dollar emails. Bills with a Z, mo, money, mo, problems at gmail.com. <laughs> Although one that gets checked every five years. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Anyway, thank you. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye, bitch. Why didn't anyone tell me?